Hi, it's Andy, and welcome to the Hills Church Podcast. Our hope is that this will help your life and inspire your faith. Thanks again for checking us out. Good morning, everybody. Are you all well? Happy days. I just took a seat, and if you're new around here, you'll be saying, phew, Andy's not going to do any steps this morning as he talks. Um, but anyway, it's all good. Um, I think this morning I'm going to speak on community, but I think I've just really, um, I've done something very powerful today. On community, you know, you have to die to your flesh. Anyone know what I'm saying? No? Um, Dylan, come here. Come over here beside me. What kind of t-shirt are you wearing, Dylan? Manchester United. Oh, great. You can go sit back down again. <laughs> Let's give him a cheer. <laughs> he loved to remember me this morning of our news in Liverpool Football Club this week, so thank you so much for that. I do love you. You're my brother in Christ. <laughs> so what an illustration to make a point. Hey, I just want to have a few minutes this morning just to pause. Um, uh, great to see so many in the room because it feels like everybody I know at the moment is either getting sick, is sick, or recovering from sickness. Um, so... Uh, it's an interesting week, but it's just funny this week that we happen to be, uh, we, we plan our messages ahead of time, and uh, this week I, I, I had the honor to just to open up a conversation about how do we, our, our collection of talks is keep it fresh, it's, it's, it's up here, but how do we keep our relationships fresh, and uh, what does that look like? But it's funny that I got the opportunity to do this today, because today we're starting groups, and groups is a vehicle we use to uh, muster and community. So uh, I'm so glad that it's happened today, and I, I thank God's in this message, and I pray, well, we thank you much, you be encouraged and inspired, but um, the, the context of community is funny because we're, we're, we're all different. Does anyone know that? Um, anybody know that I'm different to Victoria? Not a clue. We're such the same person. Uh, but we're all different, but isn't that a good thing? Um, but we've been looking at the Bible, and I'm not going to read the whole passage or anything this morning. We've been reading the story of Exodus, and I just want to draw with you this morning. Would you read it for yourself, Exodus chapter 16? I would, I would like you to do that and mull, mull it over. But like, if we're talking this morning about keeping it fresh, keeping community fresh, these people spent all these years together in one context, eating the same food every day. And the message, the Bible actually says in several different verses that they grumbled to the Lord. Forty years they were, felt that they were trapped in one place. But I don't know about you, but I, I'm not entirely sure me and Victoria could just, or me and my own wife, for crying out loud, or me and you would get on overly well every single day if we were living in the same environment for 40 years complaining the whole time. Would you agree? And I just think it's a great story and narrative to go like, these people must have had to keep it fresh with their relationship with each other. But the reality is this community is this, it's the whole purpose of the church. That's what the church is. The church is not a building. It's us, right? It's you and I. We are the church. And um, God has a plan and a purpose for each and every single one of us. And if you were to cut me, I bleed, I bleed relationships. I bleed people. Um, I, I love people. I love being with people. I love to get to know new people. Um, I love having the crack with people. I, I, I just... I get energy from being around people. That's kind of who I am. Uh, and community is a massive thing. But the reality is, is I, I speak to some Christians, and I think sometimes we kind of, some Christians kind of think we have, the mono- we, have the, 
we have the head start on the whole com thing, community. Like, but the reality is we don't. Community is everywhere. Yeah. You know, and I think sometimes we say, oh, the church is our community, and that's not the world we live in anymore. It's not the way, uh, like uh, years ago, everyone, everyone went to church. They had a church in their own community, and they went to it. We are, we are in a new day. Like, most people I know don't go to church. But that does not say they do not have community. In fact, churches I know it, capital C, church on a Sunday, Bible-believing, Christian church like ours, I know a good few people go to that, but I also know people that have different vehicles of church, as we see in the context of community. People have their pub. They have their darts clubs. Everyone wants to shoot darts right now. I mean, your man, Luke, comes out and throws darts, and the next thing I want to, I'm getting the boys trained how to throw darts. <laughs> Victoria, buy six dartboards. They're not going to school again. <laughs> but, but, but there's different areas. There's the gym. There's, there's going out. There's football. There's football. He wears a different flipping football shirt every Sunday, and the day the week Klopp leaves, he decides to bring his United shirt out. <laughs> Sorry, Dylan, I'm really, really picking on you today. But you're the one that wore a United shirt and then sat beside me and then smiled and says, Klopp's leaving. <laughs> I was going to give you a hiding, but your dad's up there, and the whole church is sitting watching me, so I couldn't do that. I'm kidding. I wasn't going to give him a hiding. <laughs> Metaphorically speaking. Community. It's everywhere. People have community everywhere. We, we just don't have the... I don't, I don't, we, pe people do. People, people have community. And even when, when I became a Christian, I, I, I sat and listened to some Christians say, oh, we are, we are the best community in the world. We're the best community in the world. And, and the reality is, I mean, it's not necessarily true. And the, all I really want to make the point is that people do community everywhere. But we as the church, capital C, Christian church, we should be getting community right. I, I would encourage you to join a group. I mean, I love coming to church on Sunday, but Sunday's often the vehicle to encourage us, be together, and sometimes as well, I just want to be honest, sometimes my best parts in church on a Sunday is having a cup of tea with somebody outside in the foyer afterwards. That's sometimes community. But what then defines us as community? What, what, what does Jesus say? And if you look at the Bible and there's so many references that Jesus himself did community. He, he, he was always around his disciples, his lads. He had a few, a few lads with him. And I was at a conference at the weekend that was in Dublin Friday and Saturday uh, with, with maybe three or four hundred or a couple of hundred or pastors. And it was a good time. And to be honest with you, it was a really, really good couple of days and all that. But if I'm being honest, uh, the best part of the conference really was Nathan, Sam, and uh, Owen went with me was the car journey on the way up and down. And renting them things, whatever they're called, bicycles, in the middle of Dublin late at night and almost getting ran down by buses because Sam's a Londoner and he thinks he's all cool. And we all, all us country boys, nearly get killed and, uh, and trying to make our way through um, Dublin on a bicycle. But the reality is we got to talk together and on even on the way up in the car, it's kind of the point I want to make right now. It's like, what are we doing within the context of our community? And this is the bottom line. And this is what changes our community. This is what changes us now. The whole world does community. I had community my whole life. I'm from Donna Manor. I live in the middle of nowhere, on top of a hill, really. 
had this English guy came and stayed with us a while ago. Remember he came to church? He said hi, actually. And um, he came from Dublin. And I said, we live in the middle of nowhere. And he goes, mate, I was in the middle of nowhere two and a half hours ago. That's meant to be funny. <laughs> he says, mate, I've been in the middle of nowhere for the last two and a half hours. I thought that was pretty funny. But honestly, growing up, I've been surrounded and blessed by being in a great community. In the northwest of Ireland, I think, I think we have the best community in the, wor- in the world. We, we know how to do community. Like, it's just great. The, our, 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 our culture that we're steeped in, the, our, our communities are good. The, our community centers are strong. Our, we have a great cricket and Gaelic and football and, and pub culture. We have great sport things here. We have great music here. We have great, we have great community here. Would you agree? Like, going to school, like it's, it's always like we support each other. I, I love the culture of the northwest of Ireland. We go for the underdog, and we support each other, and we look out for each other. And that's good. Right? But I grew up through all that great community. I grew up in a great family. I, gr- I grew up in a great road where we grew up. All us neighbors, we came together, and we built huts together, and we conquered the world together, and we snowballed. Cars together, snowballing where we grew up. For when you're snowballing cars and where we grew up, it was like four and a half hours you seen a car. Like we're that cold, we just had to go back into the house. <laughs> so we all kind of sit in the house, keep running under here a car and run out. By the time we got to the garden wall, the car was gone. Anyway, but we did community, and and and, and I've been blessed by great people around me. But here's the thing, boys and girls. I still wasn't content. I still didn't have. A peace that passes understanding. I still didn't know the person that can bring you the peace. And his name is Jesus. So you can have all the community in the world you like, but what defines us as a church is when we were on the way to uh, Dublin the other day, I just said to the lads, hey boys, pick a worship song each. We picked a worship song each. Nathan put it on a playlist. We put it on, and just for the next half hour, we just listened to worship, and if I'm being honest, I was kind of thought afterwards we were all going to have a conversation about how great God is and blah, 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 blah. But the music stopped and nobody spoke. <laughs> and neither did I. Victoria's all, there's no way. <laughs> and for half an hour, we drove and nobody spoke. But there was a peace in the car hey, that was profound. Because Jesus can bring peace. And the reality is, us as a group of people, like, throw up that verse, Owen, Scripture. It says this, that my command is this, love each other as I have loved you. John 15, verse 12. And sure, hey, it's good that we can love each other, it's good that we can think we, but the truth is, it's good that we can come around the person who first loved us. And in the context of community, we do not just want to be a group of people, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, that come together and have the crack. Hey, listen, it's all well and good, isn't it, having the crack and slagging each other that United and Liverpool and all of whatever. I mean, it's good crack to have a bit of banter. Like, seriously, yes? I mean, whatever. You should probably slag, like, this is whatever. Just so you know, if you're not from around here, the more people criticize you, the more they like you. All good? So I'm just taking the people like me. Because they'll be like, you weren't black at egg, you know. I mean, like, seriously. Yes, that's all I have. I have black clothes. It works. Makes you look taller, apparently. Hmm? Yeah, that's good crack. But the truth is, in the context community, sometimes we can come together and we can have all the crack and we can have all the stuff. But what changes 
our community and what changes or defines our environment is the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what changes it. It is not this morning me sitting before you. I am not. If anything is penetrating into your soul and your, your body this morning, it would be the, and your mind and, and, your, and your spirit. It would be this. It would be the Word of God. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be some great line that was said or a great thing that you heard. It was, was as we were worshiping God this morning that you experienced the presence of God. Like you come here as a person and you leave, like I often hear people saying, I just, there was just something different in that room. Because here's the bottom line, it's Shazi. Let's give Shazi a wee cheer, our light engineer and sound engineer for the theater. Good man, Shazi. We, we love you. Shazi's relatively new on staff here, um, and he's becoming already a great friend. Um, but the truth is, it's the presence of God that will make your life different. It is not a fancy light. I mean, Sam, you can really sing. The guys can play and da-da-da-da. I mean, uh, unbelievable. But it is not that what changes our lives. It is the Spirit of God. So we are called, though, within the context of community to love one another and to bless one another just as He has loved us. But the truth is, us loving someone else is to show God's love because God's love is what changes people's lives. This week, I had phone call after phone call different things, just life goes on. This is just one of them weeks where it just seems like you get, you get to the end of the week and you go like, jeepers, that was a mental week. But the truth is, I had a lot of opportunities to pray for people and see God move and see God change lives and heal and restore and make things happen that there didn't seem to be a way, but there was a way, right? It's not the fancy prayer. It's, it's the, 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 it is the incredible God that we have that we get to pray to. And as then my challenge to us as a church or you as a person this morning, or me as an individual is, when we get together in community, what are we going to do with our time together? And the truth is, it is a decision that we have to make to talk about the things of God, to encourage each other, to pray for one another, and yeah, to, to, to go the God way and not just the good way, to to go, hey, we're going to believe for the best in you because the truth is we are still people and it's the easiest thing in the world to leave a conversation and certainly when someone's in struggle and season or in a time of difficulty to be like, um, hey, you know, that's not going to work. Or We've got to be the people that when you're down, we're going to bring you up. Yes? W- when you're having a bad day, we're, we're going che- to cheer you in your work. We're going to... We're going to pull you up when you're having a bad day. Yes? And we're going to celebrate you when you're having a great day. And sometimes in the context of community, when you remove God from the element of community, I think those two ingredients go way down. If you remove God from the element of community, when someone's struggling, we talk about how bad they're doing. And some other people in the northwest of Ireland, and I know it's not you, because we are all innocent of this, then when they're doing really, really well, we criticize them and say they must be dealing drugs. Because there's no way that person could be making money. 
But I just want to be a believer that goes, if someone's struggling, I don't want to be gossiping about how tight they're going. I want to go, hey, this is a community. Let's not be gossiping this, but let's get together and go, listen, I, I prayed for people this week, and honestly, I don't really know A, the outcome. I just know there was an outcome. And B, I don't really know the detail. Because honestly, some people ring me and they go, and I thought, like, would you just pray stop? Because we don't need to talk about the detail. I'm just going to pray that God will make a way, right? Because who, right? And we've all made mistakes, and we've all got things wrong, and that's a good thing about community. It should be the place where we can be honest and open and just transparent. Because someone that never made a mistake never made nothing. If you are here this morning, do you know this? The reality is, the only reason why we're here is because the whole lot of us are just the same journey. We're all trying to make our way through this thing called life, and we've all got things wrong. And if you think, if you, honestly, if you're a person that thinks we are perfect, um, this should be your last Sunday here, and we want to pray that you find a great church to fit into the community because genuinely we do not have our stuff figured out. I personally do not. And if you're a person that is in this room this morning, you're listening to this message, you think you've got the whole world sorted, I'm sorry, but you need a, you need a fierce dose of what I'm about to say now, humility, and sit down with somebody and have a reality check because really none of us have got this whole thing figured out, right? Because, you see, part of humility is understanding what I view of what's wrong isn't always right. Because I don't know about you, but I think that's some ways. And we want to be people that, when we come into the context of community, we can be vulnerable, we can be transparent, we can be open about our strengths and our weakness, and we can then pray for someone when they are in a bad season. And we can go, we are going to change the language and the directory of your life rather than we leave here and go, hey, on the way home, me and my wife going, oh, I'm not really sure that's going to work. We're going to go, we're going to make a physical choice as a community in the context of that. Like, if you're walking around the wilderness for 40, ye- for 40 years and the food's bad, like, just think about the story, paint the picture. Like, we hear the flashlight, oh, they crossed the Red Sea in the magic moments. What about the in-between? Like, everyone wants the highlight reels, Right? Uh, you know, we all do. I do. We want the want the, the big story and the big the big thing and the big whatever and uh, the big things are always great. But what about the, what about in between? And the Israelites they were they were stuck in community, and I'm sure they had to renew and refresh their community all the time with each other and God. Because I could just imagine. I don't know about you, but 40 years eating the same flipping thing every day. And I know Nathan Ferris could probably do that because he does it anyway. LOL. The more we slag you, the more we like you. Uh, 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 but, 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 but they must have had to dig really deep to go like, oh God, we are trusting you. Like that's a long time to say that. Yes? But that's what community really is. That's going like when we're down, when someone's down, when I'm down to go, hey man, I'm not really having the best. Day. I'm not really thinking, and be okay. And, and th- what I love about churches, what I love about this group of people is, honestly, I've been there. I've had the things, and I've been able to say to some people, hey, I need your prayers. I need your help. And when, it's amazing how you can change the trajectory of your life whenever you put yourself around people that are going to choose to pray and cheer you on. Because I don't know about you, but I always say it, who you're running with is where you're running to. And it's crazy. If your world right now is not great, change your circle and your world will change. It's just the way it is. Isn't it crazy when you go to the gym and you're around people in the gym and you're training together and like, you just don't really want to go to McDonald's straight after going to the gym. Like, you know what I'm saying? But you know, no, it's like you just become, like I noticed that your circles change what you do with your life. And I notice when, you, when you're around other believers and you, when you spend a few days, like we just spend a couple of days together, I, I feel strengthened. Uh, me and the boys, we just hung out and we, we were encouraging each other. We got to pray about whatever. And, and we're at a conference here and we heard some great message or whatever. But the reality is it's good to cu- encourage one another in the things of God. 
Yes. I, 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 the bottom line, the, 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 I was just t- we were, had a conversation with Hope and Owen even this week. They've camped in the States. They're with us. Went in for breakfast. And I said, listen, the only really thing that you've got to get right, what is God saying to you for your life? Because that's what you've got to come back to. But in the context community, I've got to stay on track here because of the conversation we're having this morning. In that bad time, we can lift you up. We do not want to go home. We want to be people that goes. We need to be people. Like the people in Israel, they go, Mom, we've got to, okay, sure, sure, we're having, a, no, there's got to be things done, there's got to be change, got to be, but Lord, we're still trusting you for the manna for tomorrow. God, we thank you for the bread for today. We're trusting you for tomorrow. God, bring your provision. Bring your restoration. Please don't let us grumble anymore. Bring us back, God, because you are in the middle of it. And God's in the middle of our community, Hills Church. Would you believe that? And when you get that into you, and when you get that into your spirit, it is crazy how your perspective can change. And then when you're running to the other side, we want to be people that go, praise the Lord that he's running, or she's running. Yes. Isn't it good that they're doing well? Isn't it great that they have a good platform? Isn't it good that they're getting work, that they're good that they're prospering? Isn't it good? And cheer them on. Is this making sense? Loving one another. You see, the only thing in Scripture, in Genesis, flick away back to the early book. Where's Genesis in the Bible? Good question. First book. I know that one. The only thing, early Genesis, that God says that he doesn't like is for man to be alone. It's for people, us, to be alone. That's the only thing God does want. And the fascinating thing I think about that is, because I've got to close this conversation, when you're in a place of struggle in your life, you see, sin will keep you from the Bible. Sin will isolate you. Sin will make you feel negative about yourself. Sin will trap you. Sin sends you down a road that you'll always spend more time on. But the Bible, the Word of God, will keep you from sin. Light keeps you from darkness. It's amazing. And it's incredible to me. Sin. Sin. The enemy is out there to fuel sin. That's just the way it is. Believe in the God, we've got to believe in the other one. And he wants us to be in isolation. But isolation will kill us dead, and accountability will set us free. And the thing that I love about true community is when we should be together. But the thing that I don't like is when sin comes into our life and tries to steal and destroy and divide, it's incredible to me. Whenever you're not doing well, the, the natural human brain and uh, if you study this, because I have studied it this week myself and Googled things and read some articles and listened to some stuff on YouTube, is us as people, whenever we are not in a great season of our life, a, 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 a direct a way down or whatever way you want to look at it is, we often naturally want to be on our own, we want to isolate ourselves and be out of the community. My brother is not a farmer at all. He's a school teacher. And uh, for some unknown reason, he's bought sheep. And the person looking after the sheep is my father. But David somehow thinks that he's the farmer. 
And he is definitely delusional because he's not a farmer. But we'll not tell him to, don't listen to that message, David. If you listen to that, I'm just joking. I'm not joking. It's the truth. But he has a uh, few sheep, and his wee girls will be sheep, and all this crack. And, and he recently just, um, he brought the sheep and the lamb. <laughs> and <laughs> I just happen to know these things. I know it's kind of weird. I don't really like sheep, but I've grew up on a farm. Knew, always kind of knew the sheep was lamb, whatever. But I think my dad knew too, but he probably was humoring my brother. And uh, we have discovered, uh, even before the, we, the, the birth of this lamb, that there's no way there's no lamb in that sheep. Because the reality is, the lamb, the sheep, had the lamb in the field on its own days before David would go to bring it in. Guess where the sheep is? Sorry, guess where the baby lamb is? The baby lamb is in the stomach of a fox. It is not here with us anymore. It has gone to be with the, the dinner of the fox hunt or whatever other animal that has picked it up. But the reality is a lamb on the field on its own, does not stand a chance. If that sheep had been brought into the shed at the correct time and had its baby in the shed and the community of other sheep, that lamb would still be here. And it's kind of a cool thing for a farmer reading the Bible is it all makes sense. That was meant to be funny. When, ta- when Jesus talks a lot about sheep and talks a lot about the good shepherd and who he is in the community, but the reality is this. When you're in community, it protects you. Yes. Christian, true, authentic, Bible-believing, Christian-believing community should be protected. There should be a place of refuge in it. Safeness, trust, love, and understanding. That protects you from the enemy getting at your life. And I just happen to believe that I need community. Simple message this morning. Simple, simple, simple. Honestly, I believe I am better because of you. This church. Van, do you want to get up as I close? I am genuinely a product of the environment that in 2008 God decided to lead me to. Now, it was the message of Jesus Christ that changed my life. If you don't know that message, I'm going to give you the opportunity today to say yes to God for the first time or reconnect. Hey, please talk to me about essentials. I'm going to be hosting six weeks of conversations upstairs. It's going to be a Thursday evening. And I'm really looking forward. Please today get plugged into one of our groups. Um, please get connected. Because I just happen to know this, that where I have weaknesses, other people are strong. This goes spiritual. This goes practical. This goes So many different ways. I have drawn from people in this room. There's people who have come and helped me with my house, my garden. There's people that have moved from country to sing a bit of music. There's people that have come from Bible college. Nathan moved over here and 
I remember when he moved here, it was like, what are we going to do? And I looked at him, and he looked at me, and we didn't really know. And Victoria and I have went on this journey of planting a church, and even every Sunday morning, like, this doesn't just happen because, like, Hills Kids right now is running across the street. Please today, when you scoot over and grab your kids, and please come back if you're, if it's not too chaos and you can make your way back over, please come back and get a cup of tea and coffee. But say thank you to the guys across the road, right? Let's give Hulls Kid a wee cheer, actually. We'll tell them we'll give them a cheer. My, my kids every week look forward to come to church. It's incredible. They're getting taught, encouraged, and inspired. They're learning about the Bible and the things of God. It's amazing. Yes? Like, we're getting to do this thing. And what I've learned is when I'm in community, I have just become a better person because people in this room have helped me in the early days of discipleship and that's what Essentials is going to be all about, asking the questions and I had so many people help me then and people ask me, help me today and this, this service that people have been in here since 8.30 this morning setting this whole thing up and tuning the whatever they do. I have no idea about music at all. I even call the guitar he's playing a banjo or a bass guitar. What is he even playing? I, mean, I have no idea. It's a guitar. But the seats, da -da -da -da, the lights, and the welcome, and the signs, and people are going to pray for you. We want to, we, if you want a prayer, come talk to us today, please, or whatever you need. Community. It's a powerful thing. But community. Centered, gathered, around the cause of Jesus Christ. That's a very, very powerful thing. So God, just as we're set up today, I pray for any person listening to this message. I pray, God, we would get a fresh understanding of the power of Christian authentic community. I pray, God, we would celebrate our differences pray God for anybody feeling isolated today I pray you would give them confidence to open up I pray God for anybody that's doing really well today and feels isolated because sometimes they can feel as isolated as when they're down I pray God you would encourage them inspire them and I pray God for anybody this morning today whenever anyone's listening to this message online I pray God that they would know you are with them they would know other people love them as well Bless us today. In Jesus' name. And we all said, Amen. Hey, thanks again for checking out the Hills Church podcast. Hey, if this message has inspired or encouraged you in any way, why don't you share it with a friend? Hi, as well as that, we meet every Sunday at 11 a.m. at the Waterside Theatre, and we'd love to see you at one of our services. But hey, thanks again for checking out the podcast. Why don't you subscribe to our channel?